Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Amar the Fighter. I'm JD. I'm playing Keela, the Beastmaster. I'm Nathan. I'm playing Sanagar, the Witch. And I'm Zach, your Dungeon Master for this session, and this is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at ChimeraCast. When we last left off, you guys had just burnt the leftover remains of Tokenek. The swamp had tried to take it back and pull it under, and Sanagar handedly cast a... Did you do curse? Is that what you... Or did you... No, you did the... Um, what's your other move that doesn't require a roll? Thaumaturgy. You did thaumaturgy in order to basically disintegrate the body, if I'm remembering correctly. I think you burned it to a crisp. Yeah, we had set the bonfire, and I made a quick... Simulacrum? Thank you. That was the word I was trying to get. I made a quick simulacrum of Tokenek and threw it into the bonfire and it burned and, the and body. Yeah, and then right after that, you had gathered some of his ash. Did you mark that down? Not yet. I was going to say you can do that. As you are accosted by a city guard. Yonga! What are you doing out here in the storm? It's getting bad. Did you light a fire? Who the fuck is this guy? He is a a guard, as far as you as far as you know. But do you want to try and discern something further, or no? I just that's my first thought. Hey, 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 uh, hi, hi. As you, I think, turn to face him. Oh, what's happened to your eye? Hey, this is a thing dwarves do sometimes. When we... Who are you? Do you not remember me? I'm Mata, head of the Royal Guard. Have you been out in the swamp too long then, my friend? How are your diplomacies? They're going... Well, I'm sorry. I I sustained, as you noticed, an injury to my eye. And I'm feeling rather woozy. This is my company, the people I was sent to lead back to the capital. What are you guys doing out here burning a body? A fallen companion. Uh, our final farewell. His countenance like immediately falls. Mm. That is a right nice thing to do for them. Real respectful. The swamp takes. And he like hits his gauntlet to his chest. Well, what the fuck are you doing out here? The spot of trouble where they lost their friend is the same where my eye was damaged. They're taking care of me as best they can but don't know the area. Right? I will say, Amar's very uncomfortable with lying to the police. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you on about? You hired me as a guide. God! Yeah, I thought I recognized you. What the fuck do you want, Mata? You ugly louse. That's not quite a nice thing to say to the captain of the king's guard. You don't have quite a nice face, Mata. How about that, subjecting us to it? She's like that to everybody. (laughs) I know you go getting useful picking up flowers and daisies out in the swamp and all of a sudden you think you got some weight to throw around. Hey, Needleneck! As Keela has rightfully pointed out, she was hired to guide us and not talk. So, Mata, I'm 
I apologize again for being so scatterbrained, but I... Do I have a house around here? Oh, you're gonna need to get under the roof with the storm coming like that. Yes, you do have a house. Could you lead us there? Lord, that bump on the head must have really done something special to you. I mean, look at me. Does it look normal? Nothing looks normal here. And he, he takes you to your quarters. On the way, though. I suppose you'll be checking in with him when you get the chance. Tell him all your reports and everything, how it's going out there. Who, Mata? By Andrast's horny mouth. Did you really take a hard bump on the head, then? Listen, if you don't fucking get a move on, I'll put a bump on your head. No, no, no. Hold on. He's just trying to do his job. What? He's not fucking doing anything. He's standing there, gaping like a twat. He's standing here and having a conversation with his friend, Hyongar. Who the fuck is that? That would be me. <laughs> I thought your name was... Shut <laughs> Well, I don't know about much of what's going on here. The spell to seal my eye after the attack plays with your memory for a while afterward, and I'm doing the best I can, thus the hiring of a guard. Who should I talk to? The king, you right fool, the king. Mata's a little bit thick in the head, if you guys... What? <laughs> That's why you haven't rolled a single die for this. <laughs> right, the king, yes, and I do something for the king. I will talk to... I will bring him my report. Great, you get it now. It seems like it's coming back to you. Any scampers off? <sighs> you know the fucking king. Sanagar closes the door of this. It, it's like a hut. Is that what? What do we got here? Uh, a little, yeah, basically like a hut, a, a nice big hut. Okay, closes the door. No, that was my brother that knew the king. The man we were supposed to meet here was my brother. Is that the one that we just burned? No, that was a different one. Shit, he's just dropping them like flies. The ninth show. Hyungar was dead before we got here. He's very nice, I assure you. Do you look like your brother? Not especially. No. But close enough to somebody who's never seen a dwarf before. As far as that guy is concerned, Hyongar grew a glass eye. But will you fool the king? Maybe. I'm not sure I want to try it. Could you make yourself appear as your brother? For a little while. With some varying success. That doesn't change the fact that I obviously know nothing about what's going on here. The only reason I managed to talk that guy into a roof above our heads is that he's dumb as rocks. I would very much like to talk to this king. He may know something of my lost brethren. Hold on. What the fuck are you looking for, then? You ain't part of the same deal. No. I search for the Tusk of Sorrow. What, like the boars have? He points at the, like, dancing elephant on his tabard. What's that, then? It's an elephant. Uh, a, a hell of what? <laughs> they're, they're tall and... Tust. They are sacred beasts among my people. And among my order, they represent war. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to go to the king? That sounds good to me. I can, I assume, make myself look like Hyongar, at least more so. Yeah, I would assume so as well. Don't you have bits of him? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you want to tell me if I need anything else to, to thaumaturge this E? <laughs> you can look completely like him. But you can't sound like him. 
I haven't seen my brother in years. Great. All right, all right. We can talk to the king. Seems like a bad idea. And Sanagar pulls out Hyongar's hand and sticks the dagger through the palm of it and stabs it into the floor. What the fuck is he doing? Magic. Gloves. This may take a minute if you have anything else to do, but otherwise, I guess just watch. Like I'm gonna, I think I'm going to take a little bit of that, that ash, too. I don't want to use up my supply, if that's okay. I just wanted something I could draw with. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. Just no. while, while you're doing that, I'm going to plop down on the floor, and Ilric scooches over. I'm just going to, like, rub his face. That's all, like, up in my face, like a dog. Yeah, I'm going to lick my finger and stick it in this ash and just draw some runes around this palm that's stuck into the floor. And I think this whole thing is subsumed in like a quick flash of fire. I have my face over it and I just inhale the smoke. And I turn around and I look look just like my brother. I think he was a little taller than me. And I think, I mean, he still had a beard, and but probably lighter hair. And he kept himself cleaner in general. Kila. What? Where's the king? Well, you see the big ass building. That's well, kind of, you know, up that- in the center of town. That's great and all, but I assume we can't just walk in there. Fuck if I know. I've never met with the king before. Nah. Who the fuck do you think I am? I don't know. I hang out with a fucking snail. Oh, I'm sorry, love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell the king that Amar hired you as a guide, all right? It, which is to say that I didn't, Hyongar didn't hire you. All right. Sure. That's fine. I just need to make you aware of the converse, the way the conversation may go so you don't immediately disagree with me and fuck our whole plan. All right. I don't know why you have to be so rude about it, but sure. All right. Amar, you want to go? Yes. Anything Anything else you want to do? Any prayers? Nope. All right. We're going to make our way in this storm toward the keep. You're able to get to the keep. You are met by two guards who actually just kind of like, Hyungar! Uh, 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 boy, boys, was your journey into the swamp a fruitful one? Unfortunately, not very. Naram looks awful, but I'll I'll tell the king the rest. They they squint for him. Something all right with your voice? We faced terrible perils in the swamp. Hyongar maintained serious wounds in the fighting. Only through the timely intervention of Hagesh did he survive the battle. His voice has changed and he has a new eye i don't right now fuck <laughs> i mean you have a you have a glass eye though right so but he looks like hunger all right yeah. okay sorry all the lies are confusing ryan and amar no i think i mean i think that's exactly where it goes where you say is <laughs> yeah defy danger plus charisma oh no i have a plus one in charisma nice i forgot that you're like a friendly boy Hey, fuck. 13. There it is. I don't even think the guards like slant their eyes at you so much as like, it can get a little crazy out there. For sure. I'm glad that you're back in one piece. It wasn't easy. They let you in. No problem. Oh, great. Where the fuck do we go now? Probably just up the big hallway. Yep. I've been in a few of these before. All right, great. Let's keep going. Just walk. We just walk. What's it, What room are we in? Or what are we in? Just like, a, like the main, the main chamber. Like the feet, the hall, the hall. I would assume. I don't know. I don't know castle anatomy. Or I would think it would be some sort of like entryway. Entryway, yeah, basically. And then it's gonna like open uh, up into the main. Yeah, like, there'd be stairs or something up. Yep. Yeah. We just keep moving forward. 
Yeah, I will say I picture this more as like a wooden fort, even more than anything else. Right? Yeah, just like yeah. huge mm-hmm. logs made into a fort rather than like a stone castle or something. So it's pretty basic, just the tallest thing around here. Cool. You guys make your way through a couple of hallways. Keep going up. It's pretty utilitarian. There's not. This isn't like a bunch of side rooms and things like that. There are big quarters where all of the guards sleep, and this place is basically driving you towards the king. As you get there. You get to the big, you know, he's got those 20-foot tall doors. Younga, did you fix your eye? Mother, yeah, uh. He's a fucking dwarf, you know. They have special powers. Haven't you heard the tales? Of course you have. I like that a lot. Defied in your plus charisma. My charisma. <laughs> is bad. Oh, that's really good, though. That's so. That's such a good lie. I want it to work. Like, I wish I had the announcer ability to be like, I bump that up to a 7 through 9. Five. Fuck. I was a total asshole to him earlier, so it kind of makes sense. I mean, you're not exactly being nice now either. <laughs> you're yeah, you're lying. To you're him. right. <laughs> well, am I? He does have special powers. I've only met one dwarf, and he is 100% consistent with the stories. Oh, I just, I just <laughs> meant that you're like, you're like, what? You what? Don't you know anything? Dwarves have special powers, idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's what I'm thinking, and I was thinking a status condition might work for this just because it's a surprise. This, like, constantly berating him and especially, I think, calling out his lack of knowledge really pisses him off. Like, calling it basically like, haven't you heard of this, the fucking tales? And he just kind of violently reacts and just guts you. Like, what? fucking pun- just punches you in the just punches you in the gut. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. He, because he's like tired of you fucking. I thought he was talking. stabbing me, and I was no, like, no, no, "Wow, no, 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 no!" He just <laughs> that pun- certainly escalated. He's just he's just punching you like hard uh, okay. in the gut. Yeah, no, that makes know? sense. I am a total asshole, and he's a fucking royal piece of shit. So he socks you right in the gut, and knocks <laughs> the wind out of you. Mark's sick for now until you can kind of take a second to get your breath back. Okay, you're all gonna hate me. Uh, I was well, Amars is just gonna grab him after he punches her. I have a wasp who's impulsive and who probably wouldn't take very kindly to her master getting punched in the gut. And if Amar just grabbed this dude, then he's also kind of immobile. Oh, I'm not stopping it. <laughs> I I I will tell you guys right now, this is going to cause a lot more complication for you uh, in this in this scenario than oh, this it is, is for me. So this is if you guys want to do this, that's fine with me. We'll roll with it. It's just uh, the I hammer mean, might fall. So well, I'm giving you, I'm in, in a sense, like hammers that I didn't even have falling uh, might fall. And I just want to make that, make that aware. If this is what you want to do in the scene, this is what, you know, if you're going for character, like this is what my character would do. I mean, I wouldn't probably do it if it weren't for the fact that it's like, you know, no, totally quirk that's, impulsive. Right? That's, exactly. that's what it does. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, more, no, more I'm to, into it, but I, I wanted that to be on the table that this was not like a, Oh, I didn't know that this was going to escalate, you know, oh, escalate is, beyond oh, like yeah, just no. this thing. He's the head of the guard. Um, he is connected to this whole, you know. I guess more to the point also, we're not expecting the we being a Mar and Sanagar aren't expecting the wasps the wasp to attack. Like we may know that it's a yeah. but like yeah. We've been around you for 6 hours. Right. Yeah. I mean, Amar was just going to grab him and like that's not how you treat a lady basically. Yep. And now it's worse than that. Mm-hmm. So what's what's gonna happen? I mean, table talking it is everybody cool with this? It sounds like we all are. So yeah, yeah. It if we, I mean, we might ruin Zach's game. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sorry about your um, game, Zach. I don't, I don't give a shit. 
so what move are you what move is actually being triggered here i mean it so i mean it feels like kill command even though i'm not actually making the command so i'm not ordering a pack mate which i guess technically the way that the move is written it is when you order a pack mate to attack and i'm not doing that so it but the kill command is the closest thing to Right, but it's also like the thing that's interesting here is not whether I deal my class damage or they can do their kill command bonus, right? The interesting thing is whether it attacks it or not. So it actually begins to feel like maybe I I would like know that Renette would attack this guy. You guys might not, but I would, right? So even though I'm like coughing or whatever, I would probably try to react quickly and like I'm trying to think of how I would do this. I mean, I'd probably just like try to like cough out like a – Renette, no, is what that feels like to me. That, I, I really have never more wanted in my life a defy danger plus bond. That's interesting, except I don't have any bonds with my packmates anyway. Oh, you don't? For no, some reason, I thought that the packmates uh, had bonds. It's not really. Or you can take them? No, it's, I mean, it's just kind of assumed that they're bonded to me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, what I would actually argue is that my, my pack limit is my con. Uh, and therefore, probably also commanding my pack limit is based on my con, which is hilariously the one that we just. <laughs> yep. I didn't plan on Fuck that, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that would be my thought, right? Is like it's my it's my imposition, like my strength of self that is the imposingness to my critters. Yep, that sounds good to me. Is well, that cool roll, with everybody? That makes sense to me, just because like literally, that's, yeah, yeah. If for no reason other than it's that's the stat that affects your right pack. Yeah, right. It could also be actually. That kind of makes sense to me because it is – that would be me defying danger against the threat of my potential packmate. The other option would be that it could just be a defy danger rule that Renette is making, which is when a packmate acts on your behalf despite an imminent threat. I think I think what's going on here is Renette is actually the threat, is the way the scene's set up. That is, was kind of what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Renette is the thing that is moving, and we are responding to it. You are responding right. to it. Okay, that's cool with me. I like that. Yeah, let's roll it and see what happens. That's a 10. Nice. So the way that I'm picturing this, right, is Renette goes to bomb, like dive bomb this guy and probably would have killed him because Amar's just holding him. And a big-ass wasp stinger through the face doesn't really, yeah. He'd be feeling it, that's for sure. So, yeah, the way that I picture this, right, is um, I probably, I got punched in the gut. My tenacity is the way that I deal with my packmates and keep them bonded to me. So I'm probably stumbling forward and, like, stepping in front of Renette and her dive and just trying to like cough out like uh, Renette no and it succeeded so I think Renette like pulls up and away and like probably buzzes angrily against the ceiling like the way that wasps kind of can just like I'm pissed off and I'm letting you know that I'm here I'm not happy about it that kind of feeling that if you were like walking past a wasp nest you'd be like oh shit fuck uh no fuck okay running (laughs) right that's kind of what I'm feeling like she's she's really like not happy about it because she's impulsive but it's okay. All right, so that happens. I imagine that Mata is just going to kind of yell at you, Amar. Get off me! You represent a royal household. Your station is one nearly sacred. How dare you strike a guest of your lord like that? Are these doors, do they lead right into the throne room? Yes. I'm just going to drag him before his king. What the fuck are you doing? I'm not going in there. Yeah, I'm... Just muscling open the doors. I'm kind of just watching for a minute. Like, I'm leaning against a wall with my one hand and just like, <sighs> like just trying to get my breath back in me. This may be good. You should. Uh, you coming? 
I'll be there. So you open up the door to almost complete darkness. There's a small pinprick of light from a single candle and then some, I imagine around kind of the far end of the room, think like candles uh, that are then covered like by paper. So they just create that small soft glow um, to create like an ambient light in it, but it's in a huge room. So you can, you, the pinprick of light is really where you're seeing his chair where he sits. Um, but it is, you know, like 20 feet away from you. And yeah, it's just shrouded in almost complete darkness. Like, as soon as the I clear the threshold of the room, my king, Calumpreus II, I bring before you this misbegotten cur who dared strike a guest in your own house. And I just, like, pitch him across the room. I probably put a boot to his ass. He he falls down to his knees. Closer to his king, but still far away. I am Amar Harish, commander and last surviving member of the Tusk of Jubilation, sacred cult of Hagesh. I've spent my life in service to kings much like you, and none of them would l- allow their personal guard to so defile their own honor. Much like me... But you don't know who I am, Amar Harish. Nor do I know you or why you are here. Or throwing my man on the floor. Get up, Mata. I am sorry for whatever offense he has given you. Tusk of jubilation. But I would ask that you please shut the door behind you. It hurts my eyes. Uh I'll go ahead and uh, I'll grab that <laughs> as I'm as just walking in. Uh, I will say that Yulrik is by my side and Renette is on my shoulder at this point. And I haul the door closed. Mata, you do not have to stay amongst it. You can leave. And he, he kind of like gathers himself and quickly goes out and like slips in the narrowest crack of the door while shutting it. I think if he's slipping right by me as I'm closing up, like, get for prick. <laughs> And who is the company you have brought, Hyonga? My king. I'm pretending to wrestle with my voice, if that makes sense, as though you had. If you had a. If your voice were really raspy and not normal, you would kind of like. My king. My my king. I bring you Amar, who traveled with my brother, San, and was to meet me in Niram before it's situation, as well as his hired guide, Gila. Introduce yourself. Oi. With all humility, my king. I'm gonna sidle up next to Amar. Like, I don't fucking need you to fight my battles for me. This is like all very under my breath. This is probably while Sanagar is talking, right? We are in the presence of a king. Show a little respect. Tell me, Hyongar, where is your brother? My brother was killed in Niram and desecrated. He now lays on its banks. This is most unfortunate for us. How do your talks go with them? I think it's a stupid idea to try and talk to them. I am beginning to agree with you, my king. They attacked us as we attempted to travel back to the capital. Just as I suspected. What will you do now? My liege, we may travel back into the swamp an attempt to develop an insurgency force of our own. Perhaps a few of them can be controlled. I would not think that they could be controlled. This goes against our better judgment now. 
Now that we are here, without someone who could aid us, I do not think three people can topple this army. You two, leave us. It eats second, yeah, Amar and... Uh, yeah, no, I get that. No, right. It, uh, yeah, sorry, audio, medium, but we're definitely oh, just yeah, like... sorry, yeah. <laughs> ...looking at each other awkwardly. M- my king, if I may have one brief word. You are allowed a brief word. I have come far from the south in search of another fraternal order of Hagesh. They are known as the Tusk of Sorrow. This land is as sorrowful a one as I have ever seen. And they would bear symbols much as the ones I carry. Have you seen them? If if the camera could zoom in on the king's face, he would dart to you. Then you would see him dart to Hyungar. Back to you. I cannot say I have seen any of your people here. Is he lying? It, again, you can't see that particular situation. But oh, yeah. The camera can see it. The camera, I can, I can't camera, see the it. camera can see it, but yeah. Does Amar pick up on it? In the in the way that I've kind of I've, I've thought about this particular situation, he's not projecting anything. He's protecting information. Okay. And I I think if not, he you know he if there's one thing this king is good at, it's not giving away a tell. Yeah, fair enough. And just because of the darkness, right? It's not like you're reading his body signs. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like yeah. set this up to be this way, but this is kind of how it's coming in the in the fiction and how I'm thinking. But yeah, he has asked you to leave. Yeah, I go then. I bow first, and then Amar walks up. Yeah, Keila's just gonna turn on it on her heel and walk out. And as the door closes, with your brother dead, it will complicate things. It already has. Did you bring along the Hageshi warrior because you thought they would help track because maybe they would be a good parlay with them? It seems a little bit brute force of a tactic. From what I have read of the Hageshi people, the sex do not exactly get along. He is pliable as well as valorous. Valorous to the point of manipulation, my king. I realize they may not get along, but we may use that to our advantage as well. I suppose it's not all bad. Since your brother could not make it to us, he will not have his little eye to record everything. This army will be a difficult one to attain. There will be many complications in your road. I wish that I could be there myself. Damned fate. How are your investigations into the battlements? How they are setting up around the temple? I think it a clever guise to think... Oh, we are parlaying with the Toadmen, trying to bring peace. My problems in Nerum, unfortunately, sidelined my investigations into the armaments about town. But as I bring the stooge into the swamp, that is what we will be doing. Will you go straight to the front lines, then? Begin your sabotage? I don't know. He kind of has an internal conflict, because a lot is spinning in his mind. You were supposed to bring the witch to create discord and pestilence amongst these creatures so that we may walk into the temple and secure this army. Without him, what do you have? An overeager man with a big club? It is not so simple, Yonga. What we plan to do. I am attempting to enact a plan with the pieces I have now that my brother has died. I don't play! And he, like, he's getting upset and he starts coughing. And uh, it has a fitful of coughs, which I just don't want to do on radio. (sighs) This is not a game. 
pieces, yes, sure, they're disposable, but this is not a game. Remember that. There is no army here in the capital anymore. People have been driven out. People are sick. There is strength in the tusk of sorrow, and we could wield it. I meant no offense, my king. Why are you always so formal with me? Table talking? Are, is this hinting at the idea that the Tusk of Sorrow is the Shadow Army? Because, uh... Yeah. Sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say earlier. It was, I was just tight. It was cool. Yeah. I use formality to hide my weakness, my king. You scare me sometimes. And sometimes you scare me with how close you're willing to come. Out of table talk, he has the fucking disease. Like, he uh, he has the disease where his, his body is basically deteriorating. Just so you guys kind of know where that where that's coming at. It's mm. might be sexual, but uh, I wanted to leave that up to you. What, you're saying he was sleeping with my brother? I was kind of in, I was kind of into it. Huh. Forgive me, my king, but if I stay much longer, they may suspect us of conspiring. Then I suppose it's time for you to go look for your flower amongst the toad men. Sanagar says nothing <laughs> and slowly gets up and backs out of the room. Cool. Do you want to have a scene? <laughs> yeah, while yeah, in there please. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like that's a golden opportunity yeah, for that. Yeah. Uh, I think as we both have left and closed the door behind us. Good then. No sign of Motla's ugly mug. Aye. He, uh, is Who the fuck do you think you are then? Coming in, trying to save me twice, only getting me into more trouble. You fucking did it in the swamp, and I didn't need you then, and I don't need you now. What the fuck do you think you're doing? No one's fucking giving me anything. I've taken everything that I have, and I'm going to fucking continue to do it. And if you think that I need backup other than me lovelies here, get fucked. I look out for them, and they look out for me, and we don't fucking need anybody else. Got it. And I, like, push a finger into your chest, meeting you almost eye to eye, which isn't very common for you. Uh, it, it's, not, it's not that I think that you need help. It has been a very long time since I've had friends. And, well, the, the dwarf with the eye, he bothers me. I thought perhaps Tokenuk, alas, he fell. I am merely trying to win you as a friend. Well, sounds like you don't take very good fucking care of your friends then. So why would I want you? Uh, I like the idea of me, like, starting to walk away from that conversation or away from you. And then realizing that, like, oh, well, I can't really leave. Like, I'm I'm doing a job for this guy and I'm going to get paid for it. And so I think I turn back around and, like, realizing that I was kind of an asshole. And, I mean, like, Keela can be unaware or go too far. But she's not unaware of that, you know, like necessarily. So being aware that I took things a bit too far when he did just lose a friend, clearly. Mm -hmm. That place give you the fucking creeps, too. To be honest, I don't. I I hadn't really thought about what would be in the king's throne room, but that's not what I expected. Among my people, that would be. They would see that as an attempt to hide something. Or we have had hard times with darkness lately. So, yes. It gave me the creeps as well. Sandigar comes through these big wooden doors. As you're putting your hands on the door to open it, take that with you. You'll need to be able to navigate towards your flowers. What is he gesturing toward? 
a small piece of paper folded up on a small table next to many, many bookshelves that probably the audience is just noticing as the camera kind of pans over to that. And it's it's like, oh, shit, this is almost like a library. Thank you, Mark King. I take it. What it, What is it? Sweet. It's a, it is a map of the main waterways with kind of like additions uh, as the waterways have expanded, contracted, like things that, you know, like multiple different river streams have like come into one as different things have blown up. Are you saying it's a magically updating map or? Not magically updating, okay. just late, the latest rendering. So probably not to yesterday is my point. No, it probably does not have what has happened to the southern region quite yet. Okay. You guys make your way towards the hut. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll go back to Yungar's hut. You guys can just settle down, heal up. This is a protected place for you guys to take care of yourselves before you set out on your journey. So now that we're back someplace secluded and quiet, um, where am I going to have some alone time? He has been feeling a deeper connection with lung terror as his journey has progressed um which is something he didn't think would happen because he stole lung terror from his religious order and fled but because of things that have happened recently he is going to pray to hagesh over the weapon and hopefully get some guidance from his god awesome i love this move let's do it That is an eight. Sweet. Do you want me to read Heirloom? Please. I don't think we have done it yet. And yeah. I actually don't think anyone's done Heirloom on the podcast, which... Nope. 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 When you consult the spirits that reside within your signature weapon, they will give you an insight relating to the current situation and might ask you some questions in return. Roll plus charisma. On a 10 plus, the GM will give you good detail. On a 7 through 9, the GM will give you an impression. Did you have a specific question? Were you just looking for kind of answers to your your general quest of finding and... Yeah. I mean, I think Amar kind of already feels close, but it like he doesn't know whether that's just him bullshitting himself that he's like hopefully almost done or like an actual like relig- like spiritual feeling and he is looking for like confirmation or not. One question I have before I go into this scene, if this is okay, this is me writing a little bit of fiction for the Tusk of Sorrow. Yeah, their, absolutely. Their weapon, it's just a staff, a long, well-decorated staff. No weight on the end or anything. I'm going to give you a little bit of a vision. First, what we see are boots kind of climbing upstairs. And it has that staff, right? crushing down into the stairs and then as it, it gets to the top of the peak and the camera kind of starts to zoom out up into the face of a, an, a man but an old man with a long white and silver beard and you see the the sunset kind of hitting him face on from behind the camera and then the camera like continues to like shoot backwards and you start to hear these croaks of as the camera like starts to go really quickly backwards away from the man and down into the forest and you just see armies of toad men outside of this small shrine where that man stood at the top of it defiantly putting his staff into the into the kind of the roof of the shrine 
and then it just brop, 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 as it just zooms back, 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 until you kind of snapped back into your own head. Can someone say Hyongar in unison? I'd love to get that that like audio where two two guards together like Hyongar. Like three, two, three, two, one. Hyongar. Well that's, that's three. three. Oh, that's three. Uh, Sorry, that it. was <laughs> one of them has two heads. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Etten. Okay, so you two do it. Three, two, one. <laughs>